Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. Can you give very specific ways that we can help our kids develop and, and maybe kind of break this into two? So let's talk maybe about emotionally uh, okay. and then spiritually. How can we help our kids to develop well emotionally in those preschool years? Um, and then how can we teach them spiritually? I think one of the most important things that we can help our, our children to learn from a very early age is emotional regulation. And the role that emotions should play in our lives. Um, One little thing that we say in our home that is not unique, I've heard it a million times, is that our emotions should be a um, thermometer and not the thermostat. Mm -hmm. So our emotions can help us to understand, like, obviously how we're feeling and how, you know, whether we're safe or, you know, they they play a very important role. God gave us emotions for a reason. He gave us all of the emotions. And so there's no emotion that is particularly sinful. Um, But what is a problem is when those are like corrupted by our flesh and they rule over us. And so helping our children in a variety of ways, like listening to our children express how they're feeling in a way that's respectful of their feelings and then mirroring that back to them using emotionally intelligent language, um, like your child, you know, falling out on the floor because you've turned off Bluey or whatever. And we're not permissive parents at all, but I do, especially in the preschool years, expect um, that my children are going to have those moments and I'm going to have to model for them what appropriate emotional intelligence is. And so, hey, bud, are you mad because I turned off Bluey? And then he's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, you can tell mommy that you're angry about it without screaming at me. And so I want you to say, like, mommy, I'm frustrated that you turned off Bluey. I was still in the middle of that episode or whatever they're particularly frustrated about if you didn't give them warnings, like situationally. But just speaking to them like they are intelligent human beings that have a lot of feelings and they may not have the language to express those in a healthy way yet. And then giving them the language to express those in a healthy way. Um, So I think that's the language aspect of it and helping them to know that that feeling that you're reading it as their mom, like, you know, you know what they're feeling based on their body language, but they don't quite have the language for it. So giving them the language and then having appropriate expectations when when there's not an upsetting situation going on, because toddlers are like they're they they are real big into their feelings. They have very big feelings. And some children are better at regulating that just from the get-go than others are. Um, But also then like recognizing like, okay, my child is up in their feelings. I'm trying to speak to them in a way like to help them regulate themselves, but also know in advance, like what's the boundary for you? Like at what point are you going to tolerate the fit before discipline needs to happen, whatever that looks like in your home? So just being emotionally centered, honoring their emotions, giving them the language to express their emotions, but also having boundaries about how they are allowed to express their emotions. I think sometimes 
we can get sucked into the idea of like, my child has emotions and I want to honor those and give them language for those emotions, but then not also requiring that they begin to regulate those emotions from a young age. And it's obviously, it's a muscle. That's how I describe, you know, self-control to my boys and attention and all these different things. They're all muscles. And every time we give into, you know, in our, Charlotte Mason talks about our will being, you know, what you might would describe as a strong-willed child because they just have to have their way is actually a weak will. So your will is a muscle as well. And needing to like help them learn that like they can control how they react to the feelings, Mm -hmm. teaching them coping mechanisms, teaching them to honor other people's boundaries when it comes to, you know, physical safety or even the words that we're using that could hurt another person because we're upset or we're mad or we're disappointed or any of those things. And just like, I mean, just going through life with emotional intelligence as a priority in your home, understanding that being ruled over by our emotions and letting our child's emotional state determine the entire atmosphere of our home is unbiblical. So it has to be a balance between those two extremes. Like, it's not about our children's emotions not mattering, but it's also not about only about their emotions because everybody is a home and it's a family and everybody's, you know, feelings matter. Um, So that's with the emotional type thing. And through um, the way we do it a lot is we have definitions for a lot of things. We have definitions for important virtues like patience and self-control and attentiveness and kindness. Um, And so, you know, when when your three-year-old wants to watch more Bluey, like, well, you used your 30 minutes of TV time today and you'll get 30 more minutes tomorrow. And so we have to be patient. What does it mean to be patient? And then they'll cry and they'll be like, it means to put off for later what I want right now. And I'm like, that's right, buddy. And you can, you can put off for later what you want right now. Sometimes we have to do that. And so it just gives them language for um, understanding like what is expected of them. Because you can say to a three-year-old, you have to be patient. Well, what does that mean? Right. <laughs> you know, like, I, f- I feel like patient just means I don't get what I want. You know, it's like, no, you put it off for later what you want right now. And sometimes later is 10 minutes and sometimes it's two weeks. It just depends. But anyway, that's that's how we do it. Is in yeah. that's what I've seen be fruitful in thousands of homeschool families' lives are having the the language spelled out at a developmentally appropriate level so our children can know what is expected of them and begin to develop and strengthen those muscles of some of those core virtues that we all need to have and perseverance and all these different things that just build up our children's souls and build up our souls. Yeah, I love that so much. And um, you know, the Bible tells us to teach our kids to put on righteousness, right? We're to train them up. And I think it's so important for us to teach our kids, like you said, give them the language to use, because if we don't teach them how to respond and how to react, or even what to say in certain situations, we expect that they know. Like we just say to our kids so often, just behave, be good, do the right thing. And they're like, but I haven't been taught what? how to do the right thing. I don't know what to do. They couldn't verbalize yeah. that, of course, but a three-year-old they really don't know because, you know, they're three and they're sinful and all they know is that they're selfish and they want their way. And so it is so important for us. I learned that from Ginger Hubbard before 
I think before Brooklyn was even born, I started reading her books and, um, and okay. they had such an impact on me and just teaching our kids, like, here's what the right response is because yeah. otherwise they're just left frustrated. We're left frustrated because they're not doing the right thing. And they're left frustrated because they don't know what the right thing is to do. And so even role-playing, I found that with my girls when they were little, that that worked really well so that when we were not in the heat of battle, we could do some fun role-playing with them. And okay, if we're in this situation, how would you respond? And teaching Uh them in the calmness of the day how to do that. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution.